Wildling Press presents How Do I Book? about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and of course book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. My name is Mike. And I'm Christina. Hi, Christina. Hey. Happy to have you with me today. (laughs) Yeah, I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Yay. Today I wanted to talk about Branding photography. Mm-hmm. We've talked about branding really generally before, but I don't think we even mentioned photography. Right. This is definitely expanding on how we just discussed your author brand, mm-hmm. which at this stage you have, you know who you are branding yourself as an author. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But how do you apply that to your photography? This is definitely something that you're going to be using on your social media, on your website, on, on promotional materials that you have printed. Mm-hmm. So... What is brand photography? Brand photography is a collection of professional images that represent you as an author visually and fit with your visual identity through their use of colors, tones, props, sets, and more. Uh, These can include photos of your book, where you're writing, your writing space, and other things that make you unique as an author. Mm -hmm. To make your book look their best and to make you look your best, you'll want a range of consistent, well-crafted photos that properly represent your voice across all of your marketing materials. Mm-hmm. That is very important, you know, that it, this consistency is there because brand photography sets your first impression. Yeah, I, I'm thinking like specifically about Instagram, you know, like when you go to somebody's Instagram, like you get to see their whole feed. And if it's messy, if it looks unintentional, you notice that. And if it's really intentional and branded and consistent, you notice that as well. Exactly, you know, and it's one of those things where people form a first impression in just 50 milliseconds. It's a flash. Oh, I don't even know what that is. How long is that's nothing. It's very quick. And it's, you know, so good quality, consistent, professional brand photography is going to help a better first impression. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to make sure that it's high quality. And I will say, you're going to hear me say consistent a lot. Oh my God, it's just so important. Yeah. And, you know, and you just want to make sure your aesthetics are fitting to your brand and that they are appealing. Mm -hmm. One of the big things that brand photography does is it increases engagement. It definitely, it has much better engagement than text only content because, you know, we're so used to like scrolling almost to doom scrolling and we're looking for that visual draw. Yeah. So I'm going to drop some hard and cold facts on you. Okay. Oh God, there's numbers. Yes, there are numbers and these came from HubSpot. 65% of marketing execs say photos, videos, illustrations, and infographics are key to communicating your brand story. Facebook posts from brands that include images earned 87% of all engagements. Whoa, that's huge. That's very large. Tweets, you know, on the Twitter, Uh tweets with images receive 150% more retweets than tweets without images. I feel like every time we mention Twitter, we have to be like, if it still exists when this episode comes out. (laughs) I know. I never think of that. Like, personally, I go to Twitter with, like, a funny thought. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm like, oh my God, I can post a picture on Twitter. It like blows my mind. I'm like, I can literally put a picture here. It's not required that I post images only on Instagram. It helps you their engagement because I have the same view of Twitter. Uh-huh. You know, it's, and I still go back to that. You can't exceed 140 characters. Oh yeah. The olden days. Right. But it's definitely evolved since then. Um, it also goes for articles and blogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, articles and blogs with an image uh, once every 75 or 100 words receive double the social media shares than those articles with fewer images. Oh my god, we need to add more images to our blog posts. <laughs> we need to add more images to our blog Okay, posts. write that down, write that down. Breaking that up makes it less formal and it mm-hmm. feels a little more, like you just connect better mm-hmm. with, with the article you're reading. Facebook post images see 2.3 times more engagement than those without images. Okay. So you need images, you need imagery, but most importantly, you need good quality on brand images. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go back and the magic word of this (gasps) podcast is consistency. Consistency is key and photography increases brand consistency. Well, here's the thing with consistency. If I could like derail us just very briefly, like we talk about consistency in all walks of book production. Like we talk about consistency in an edit, for example. It's like you spell it this way here. You spell it this way here. Either one is acceptable. You need to pick one. Consistency. Mm-hmm. It demonstrates that you're doing this thing, whatever it is, on purpose, with intention. You're doing it with a plan. So that's why consistency is so important. For sure. And it's, you know, at this point, when you are working on your brand photography, and you know, you have your author brand figured out, you have your branding guide, and you have your content guide figured out. But you have to make sure that the photography matches those things. Mm -hmm. You know, having all of your visual elements, your logo, colors, your fonts, your photography working together cohesively is vital in maintaining brand consistency. Mm -hmm. Uh, The brands that are consistent in their representation are three to four more times likely to experience brand visibility. And 90% of consumers expect their experience to be consistent across all channels and devices when interacting with a specific brand. Yeah, that's why when I hire Mike to do my logos for my like side podcast, I'm like, I would love if you could make me a logo. And then in addition to that, a branded Facebook cover page, Twitter cover page, like all these other things that go with it, because I don't just want the one logo like I need you need the suite, you need the whole shebang. Exactly. You want it all to be very cohesive. You just want people to know when they're switching between your social media or your website, or they see something in an email blast that it's coming from you. Yeah, it's the at a glance, they're like, I am in the right place. One thing I definitely do want to touch base on when it comes to brand photography, and this is uh, something that new businesses and new authors will definitely turn to, and that's stock imagery. Mm -hmm. It is not a four letter word. Absolutely not. Right. But one of the things that you want to make sure that when you are using stock images as you're building your brand is that you want to use things that aren't commonly seen everywhere because you don't want people to confuse you with another author or another company that used stock imagery as well. 
Yeah, I think an important difference is like you can pay for stock imagery or you can just look for it online. And if you mm-hmm. go the extra step to pay for a stock image, then you're, that's going to make it so much more exclusive to you. If you just look for whatever's available with what's the word for when you're allowed to use it? <laughs> free domain or public domain? Commercial, commercial free, free license. license. That's a Google setting. I'm actually go- just going to do it right now. If you Google like elephant. You have to click images and then you go to tools and then you go to usage rights and then you click commercial and other licenses because you are functioning as a business that is commercial. And there's still a lot of great images of elephants. <laughs> right. And so you, so you can definitely use those. And one thing I'll say, too, that I really appreciate when I've uh, turned to stock imagery, which I, I mm-hmm. use stock imagery quite a bit. Oh, my gosh. Most of our covers are created from stock imagery. Right. For instance, I use Adobe stock and I know that other stock imagery sites have this as well but in your search you can filter your search to uh, for instance adobe calls it undiscovered Mm -hmm. content and that means that it either has not been used at all or the amount of times it's been downloaded is significant significantly lower than oh that's really cool other photos yeah so this gives you the opportunity to use something that not everyone else is using so yeah so i'm definitely not one of those anti-stock image people I mean, make sure that you're not using the version with the watermark on it. Correct. You have your brand photography figured out. So now we're going to talk about like where you can use your brand photography. And it's kind of, you know, where we were talking about earlier about social media and whatnot. But more specifically, you know, you can use it in your profile photos, especially if you're a team of one. You know, your brand Mm -hmm. is really personal. Um, so you can use, uh, that brand photography that's personal to you as your Mm -hmm. profile photo. Uh, you're going to use them in Instagram photos and Instagram stories and posts, you know, and when I say certain things, when I say, you know, you're going to use a photo on your about page, this means you've had a professional headshot done, or you have a headshot that looks professional. (laughs) Your phone can do that, but can you, I don't know. You're also going to use your, uh, brand photography and blog posts paid ads for instance if you're using photos of you in your workspace you can use that to show your process and make a story on your social media of you coming up Mm -hmm. with your next great idea you're going to use email newsletters on your business cards uh, bookmarks on your website you're going to use these across the board when we get a new book that's like just about to release and we finally get our copies we do like a little photo shoot we're like okay girl Time for your time for your photo shoot and we doll it up with our branding, which for Wildling, that's like a wooden desk background with organic natural accoutrements. And we just take a bunch of pictures to have them, you know, post them on social media. And we, now we have them for other stuff, too. Right. And that's exactly, you know, touch base on Wildling's brand and uh, photography brand is like you said, we we want natural things like wood and mm-hmm. wildflowers. And that was our original inspiration for Wildling because, you know, we want it in a field of beautiful flowers. There's that one that grows a little crooked and that's the Wildling. That's the one that's standing oh my gosh, out I love getting it. the attention. Our branding was so organic. Like it happened. It just happened, you know. Well, I mean, you worked really hard on it, but also it just made sense, you know. Yeah, the, the idea was natural. We sat around the four of us sat around and we were just thinking about what we wanted to represent. And mm-hmm. that's what we came up with. And it's, it really embodies who we are yeah, you know, as a collective absolutely. group. And 
you know, we sat down and we came up with what our photography should look like. We came up with colors can be used on our social media. And we, we make sure to practice that across any type of communication that we have with our readers, with our authors, with people we haven't even spoken with yet. This is who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Like we do um, like grammar and other related topics. Like we make little infographics on our Instagram and those are our branded colors. Like I, we only use three colors. If we wanted to add more, they would have to come from our branding guide because that's part of our visual brand. Right. You know, and that's, you know, and you see that in our photos, even with the color flowers we use or the style of flowers that we use in our, Mm -hmm. in our photography. Yeah, I do have like a lot of like white and pink flowers because, well, first of all, mm-hmm. I love pink. That's my personal brand and it bleeds right. into the Wildling brand a little bit. <laughs> and we fully support you. So at this point, you understand how important brand photography is. So now it's how do you get started with taking mm-hmm. your brand photography? One of those things is if a photographer is in your budget. Yeah, good for you. Hire one. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. That is not always the case. And most Mm -hmm. likely, it's not the case. But you may know somebody who is a good photographer who may want to help you out. Otherwise, you know, you can take this upon yourself because our cameras on our phones are pretty advanced. You can Mm -hmm. be your own photographer. Just figure out what your setup is and stick to it. And definitely just work on it. Try a lot of things, you know, try a bunch of different angles. Try bunch of different settings and find what speaks to you the most for who you mm-hmm. are as an author. And once you find those, delete all of those pictures right. you've taken that you didn't like. <laughs> don't go don't back. Go back to them. You don't want to hodgepodge a post just because mm-hmm. you have the photos. And in that, while you're figuring out these things, you can create a basic list of key shots you want to take and you want to have. You can come up with a basic outline or plan of what type of photos you'll need to get started. Photos you'll need to continue the promotion of your book or the promotion mm-hmm. of you as an author. This can include headshots, photos of your desk and surrounding workspace, flat lays of your books, which a flat lay is when you can see it a lot on our social media at Wildling Press, where uh, the book is flat. I did not know that that is what that was called. (laughs) Thank you. And you can do angled shots of your book. Especially if you have a glossy cover, sometimes that flat lay can be really challenging to get. And that's when you're going to want to get real creative with your angles. Very much so. And I will say too that one of my cheats, and if you have access to Photoshop or another photo editing software, if I am taking photos of a book that is glossy or uh, an ebook, like your, oh, yeah. your Kindle reader, and of course, that's a mirror. What I've always done, especially when it comes to ebooks and stuff, is I just keep it turned off and I take the picture mm-hmm. the way I want it. And I take that picture into Photoshop and I take my cover and I Photoshop it on top. Mm-hmm. That's the way. That's the way to photograph an e-reader. And most people on social media do that. Like if you see a really crisp e-reader shot, that is not a photograph. That is Photoshopped. That is straight up Photoshopped. Because I mean, I've sat there in special settings with like the light rings and everything around it. And all I could see was nothing but reflections of light rings mm-hmm. and the people behind me and whatever it may be. So yeah, so that helps a lot. When you go to take your photos... Once you've tested out everything and you've deleted all those photos that didn't work, you now know what you're going to be mm-hmm. photographing in the future. And you start following those guidelines that you created for yeah. yourself. Makes sense. Yeah. And one other thing while you're taking your photos and everything is just you really want to understand the story you want to tell. And this is something that you can definitely think of before you take your first photo. Think about what your brand is. Think about who your audience is and what you want them to think of your book or your post or your workspace. 
Yeah, like our super organic sort of femme um, approach to social media definitely attracts, I think, a, a specific audience. And those are the people who are going to enjoy the books that we produce. Whoever you are and whatever story you're trying to tell, it should be unique and clear to you before you get mm-hmm. your photos taken. And especially if you're hiring someone, you want to know going into it that way. And the time, effort, mm-hmm. and money is not a waste. When it comes to your brand photography, you want to remember those things that it does set your first impression. It does increase your engagement and it does make your voice unique. So when you're out there, do your research, look at the way that other authors have branded themselves. Don't replicate exactly what they did because you don't want to be a copycat, but you can definitely use them Mm -hmm. for inspiration and just get out there and have fun because photography is fun. You know, if you don't like something, you can just delete it. But once you have the things you like, you're pretty solid and you can now begin your social media journey and just show people who you are yes. through visual aids. And that's how you book. This episode was written and edited by me, Michael Hardison. Our logo was designed by me, Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Please check out the show notes for a link to the accompanying blog post and visit us online at Wildling Press on social media or at wildlingpress.com. 